Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The truth is, textbook survival. Take no risks. Stay put. Wait for rescue. I thought, that's going to be so boring. <laughs> I want to, like, do self-rescue when nobody knows you're missing. You've got a shoelace, a dead squirrel, and a Yo. <laughs> What are, like, the five most quintessential survival items? Who's more challenging? He's like, I don't even need I would five. Go, <laughs> You'd know that you're going to sleep in a sheep's carcass before you do it. I couldn't eat it because it was, like, stinking. But I could make a sheeping bag out of it. <laughs> you drank your own What is that like? Prime is a major step up in my <laughs> life. <laughs> So we are rolling. All right, we never know when we're rolling. The crew is all different. We're in London. We got Bear Grill sitting next to us, the number one survival expert on the planet. You're a dream guest of mine, Bear. You're so kind. You're so kind, and I always feel super self-conscious hearing something like that because first of all, I really don't think I am the number one survival guy. On the <laughs> I really, and that's not just like, you know, it's true. I'm really not there. I regularly in my life meet, you know, better survivors, better skydivers, better climbers better looking, more articulate, stronger, fitter, <laughs> better in every way. But um, I'm a survivor and I hang on in there and I'll take any ranking, to be honest. Mike's a survivor too. He beat a uh, heroin. There you go. There you go. I didn't bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Good it was for a you. long time. Well, that is yeah. a, that's a proper journey. Yeah, it was, uh, I consider myself to be a bit of a survivalist. Yeah. Potentially number one in that category good for you See, only, hey, well in that sense like we were saying we're all survivors aren't we we're all, correct. and correct. we're all people who try best we can to follow our dreams follow mm. our hearts get good people around us face a few battles there you go you're taught you you've had them you've had them mm. we've all had them mm -hmm. but i keep going no <laughs> not to get deep right off the rip but you're absolutely right life is uh hard but at baseline level life is literally about survival and um you're very humble but i think why i said that and in my opinion, what makes you the best is that you do it all. And you named all the things that you do. Like, not a lot of people can, can hop from... <laughs> a jack of many things. Yeah, master yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, but you, you, you've, you've mastered plenty of these things, man. And it's an honor to have you in. Uh, we walked in the studio. You came with your son, uh, Young Grills, who I don't know if you know this. This dude... Base jumping hookman. He, is that the right way to describe him? He jumped off a bridge, a base jump with the hooks of the parachute <laughs> attached to his skin, shirtless. What is that? How does that work? How does that work? <laughs> yeah, so where, that, wait. Well, that was, we had, we've had some epic adventures. For me, it's, it's nice. Uh, these sort of things, I hate going with a whole bunch, whole team of like PRs and, all, you know, we're, our home some of the year is in London and we're here together. And for me to have an afternoon with Jesse, who's now 20, and we came down by boat and we walked for a little bit and, I'm very happy. For me, it's, it's as much of motivation to spend a nice afternoon with Jesse. But he's, he's amazing. He's, we, we've, we learned to base jump together, didn't we? I really, I was following in your slipstream. And your slipstream can be a, can be a rough place to be sometimes. I, I have to ask, because I'm having this concern as I look to my future and like I want to have kids. But I've done some crazy stuff. And in the same way that I try to emulate my father, who's, you know, this tough um, never give up survivalist kind of guy who's also a huge fan of you. I'm sure you tried to emulate your dad 
but at what point is it too dangerous? Is it the hooks in the skin jumping off the building? Well, <laughs> are, I don't are you know. worried? This, I don't know. Is this a place to talk for you? You, 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 you kind of, you fill in. What do, do you we have, Do we have a mic? I'd actually be. He can come sit right here. Yeah, come on, sit. Come on. He here we go. Come on, come this on, is maybe, you maybe one of the more wholesome. Oh, now you guys are really hanging out. <laughs> yeah. and, and the truth is, now, now this podcast for me becomes. It goes from, um, not that it was ever work, but you know, kind of, you know, work to pure, pure happiness. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. here. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's amazing, bro. Your 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 kin is doing amazing things as well. I and, I, and I'm and I'm curious, are you trying to? be the daredevil that your dad was well i think i got a passion for skydiving from him and then i like found my own niche in base jumping and that was like special to go on my first your first base jump like take you for your first jump i mean that was actually that was i cool. mean it was first of all it was super fun when he was 12 i took him skydiving and strapped into one of our crews at, stood beside him at 12. actually i don't think, actually, I don't think it, it was a tanner i think we just oh the first one we just threw him out and it was meant to be <laughs> It yeah. was meant to be what they call accelerated freefall training, where you do it with like two formulas. Should we be telling the story? <laughs> I was going to say, this sounds illegal, man. I thought you had to be 16. I, I, mean, I was thrown out. I would like to say, we, and, we win and and I, I loved it. And I was going to be guided the whole way, yeah. like a walkie talkie. Yeah. Like, everything's under control. And like the parachute opens, I'm like waiting for the walkie-talkie, and it's like out of battery, of course, because no one's. Prepared. But also, you were on your own because I mean, we, do you remember, it was out of the chopper outside, and you'd gone. Yeah, it was yeah. like, and I was on the side with Scott, and well, we were like, it was out of. We've got to go get him, but you were like, you smashed it you out smashed. of a, out of a chopper as well, out of a chopper. But I, I hasten to add, this was in a country where there are no rules, yeah. and I think we were okay. Yeah, but let's not name the country. Let's <laughs> not name the country. See, in America, we do that with little kids into like pools. Like we'll throw a kid into like a pool and they'll learn how to swim, but usually not out of choppers. His mum did go a little himself. nuts. But anyway, the point of the story is, so I kind of introduced him to skydiving. He was instantly kind of got it. It was natural to that. We, we kept doing a bunch of it. And then when you were 16, I think Jesse started base jumping. And I was like, I was getting a little bit of grief slash quite a lot of grief from Shara, my wife, and yeah. like, now nah, this is my fault that he's base jumping, you know, the most she dangerous. She still hates it. She still hates do it. Do you feel course. like it but is But I kind of said, I said, Jesse, why don't we just do it together? We'll get the gang together, all our friends who we'd, the best in the world at yeah, this. Yeah. We'll learn it together, do it the right way. Yeah. But the truth is by this stage, Jesse was kind of away. We did, then he goes, Papa, I think it's time for your first jump. So that was already a weird dynamic. He's like 16, 17 <laughs> teaching me. But we were in, we were in Switzerland. I was doing, a, I'll never forget it. I was doing like a presentation of a big, you know, a couple of thousand bankers in Geneva or something. Yeah. And I was on stage at like 8 a.m. And I was there just with Jesse because we were like road tripping it like we are now. And he goes, Papa, there's an epic bridge, like oh an God. hour and a half drive yeah. from here. And we were up 6 a.m. out to the beat, uh, out to the bridge. You jumped. It was awesome. Quick getaway in the van. Got You're up on stage bankers. sort of like an hour and a half later, all <laughs> yeah. pumped up. That I was like totally over adrenalized. I had like calm <laughs> Well, the courage obviously runs in the family. I just got my B license in no, skydiving. Good job. Well done. Like, yeah. like literally two weeks ago. Respect. Where do, you, where do you do your jumping? Uh, I did most of them in California and Paris. Mm -hmm. And then I went to Utah. Um, Mm, and this canyon mineral mineral yeah canyon, i've jumped know. both those places they're great and beautiful paris is such a fun yeah it was awesome there. but i promised myself i would never base jump yeah, i won't good. do it. i won't do it guys it's very dangerous i think i think that's fair i think the key is i mean jesse was telling me traveling here you know 16 base jumpers have died this summer already and it's like you know i think 
it is a dangerous sport. If you do it, you've got to be really on it and you've got to just leave the ego behind, be jumping with really good people. And, and we set pretty firm boundaries for ourselves now in the sense we're not doing proximity flying or wingsuits yeah. where the fatality rate is. And if we jump off cliffs, we jump, well, you jump much more dangerous stuff than me. I try and really go big, high, overhanging. Yours, you smoke it a little lower because you're more talented than me. Well, I was also going to say, just, just, just watch the lad because we know how this goes. You're going to want to keep pushing it. Yeah. You're going to want to go lower. You're going to want to do the side-by-side the side in the air if you get to wingsuiting. I don't know. He's smart. He's much more... Jesse is much more safety conscious than me, actually. He's much more thorough, diligent. He's often going, Papa, hold on, let's just think about this. And actually, you don't have an ego with things. And I know the temptation, you, that's the sort of a normal rhetoric of a young guy. But actually, you're super smart. I'm better now. When I did the hook jump, then I wasn't... I, I was yeah, 18 the, the and I wanted to take on Just a little bit, just give us a little background of what, what that means. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a friend from Russia. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So this, is, this is when most... You've already stores, explained that's enough. That's, all most stories, 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 that's all we need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> friend from Russia, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually all you need is yeah, that. And he, he worked in a tattoo shop doing piercings. And he had done um, like a few like doing it for people where they put hooks in your back and you like hang off the ground by ropes. And but hold on, it was from Russia in prison as a way of helping people off some hardcore drugs through pain therapy. I mean, it was like it's already it's messed thing. up. And and also... And we, great... were, we were sat around and we were like, well, we attached the parachute then to the hooks. That should work. <laughs> so we just kind of drove out to the bridge. I laid down in the back of his van, pushed him through, climbed up and yeah. How, how big are the hooks? Um... The, yeah, they're like they're like you know like about your, your that pinky. long that thick oh, but it crazy. was it was it was full on and also you have four of them in dude your i was reading the, the guy the doing PDF. it had tattooed eyeball his eye his whites his eyes oh, oh, one of those. I mean, he's sick, yeah. and but he's, a, he's a beautiful guy i remember him telling me <laughs> that he got he got all his <laughs> yeah. face tattoos done because he's so antisocial. he thought everyone <laughs> would leave him alone Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it had the opposite. Everyone now wants selfies yeah. and why you got blue eyes and whatever. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a he's kind a heart. Cool guy. No, I was reading the PDF and I'm, both of us were like, "Are we reading this? <laughs> I don't think I understand what's happening." This Hooks? is his kid. This isn't even him. <laughs> well, it was also on a road trip. Jess and me took a road trip during quarantine, during lockdown, a couple of years ago, whenever it was. Yeah. And um, and I had to be ten days before I could go back into the country. So I said to Jesse, he'd just left school. I said, "Bring the motorbikes. I'll meet you in Spain." We'll, we'll take the leather waistcoats, you know, the base jumping oh rig, and we're God. just going to have a kind of crazy fun adventure, and we'll camp, and we'll jump, and we'll be on the bikes. It kind of turned into road trip from, from hell, because at first it was freezing cold. We were dressed <laughs> for summer. We were like freezing our nuts off in the mountains. And, event and we found some great places. We jumped together. We had so many cool times. But this was one of the days where it was like I was watching that, the, the, the hooks go into you, <laughs> and, and the guy, the Russian who, Jesse the is Russian, right, is a legend. Like, we don't want to name him because he kind of, he, he likes to fly under the radar. But he was having to like smoke some weed in between each hook. He was going, he was getting so stressed out. He's like, I need a spliff in between me. I'll do two and I'll be back there. So. So, is, he, is he part of the Wagner group or? <laughs> no, no, no. He's the opposite. He's, he's, he's a gentle, yeah. lovely guy. I, I wanted to ask this. You, you clearly have this, uh, maybe it's genetic, this missing fear of mortality right like like you're not it, it seems like you're not super concerned about your safety do you think that that's a that's a gene that was potentially passed down from your dad where you're able to like look fear in, in its face and just go anyways you know what it is i think you're much better at conquering fear than me it's like you know how kids are like they can learn languages better because their brains can mold 
starting from such a young age, it's like, it's so normalized in my brain and like kind of getting over that. So it's less, I get less scared. Whereas you can, you have such good coping mechanisms of getting over the fear. I think when I'm really scared, then I struggle. Yeah. But it's like base jumping is so normalized. Mm. It's funny with you because like if we go climbing, Jesse would be like really scared. Oh, like 30 mm. foot up, he's yeah. like, ah, and yet put a rig on his back. <laughs> and like we've been on some seriously sketchy little ledges, 3,000 foot up climbing. And he's like super cool. Where for me, I've got to like, I have to go somewhere inside to like get through this. Yeah, have you ever sure. thought about putting the rig on your back before you go climbing? That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to help at 30 foot. At 30 foot, I'm shaking, man. Like. Um, well, dude, I'm not going to make you sit here this whole time. Yeah, but well, I, 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 I did want to get your input on this because this, this is fascinating. Thanks, brother. Um, I hope you're enjoying that prime, by the way. That's Meta Moon. Yeah, this, these, these look good. Can I try one? Do you want to give it a shot? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's time. Uh, yeah, this is prime. So this is, this is your baby. This is your creation. Yep. 20 calories, 2 grams of sugar, hydration beverage. Wow. You, actually, it's good. What is it? This is the candy flavor. Yeah, Come on. That one's tough I'm to describe. It. Thanks, man. I'm loving Thanks. it. Thanks. And also, I've learned more and more. I love all the biohacking kind of health stuff. and Love. But more and more, I'm realizing you've got to kick off the day with good hydration. Uh -huh. And I know it sounds a cliche, and we always know that, but actually, it's really true with good salts, you know, the potassiums, uh -huh, the magnesiums, uh -huh, all uh -huh. of that stuff. So... Basically, do the opposite of what the government say. No. If you need energy, salt. A hundred percent. No, no, it's good. It's but this has all of that? This is 10 milligrams of sodium, so we're not super high in salt. Our thesis being that, uh, well, Americans and people in general get enough sodium in their diets as is. Uh, most of the foods we eat is high in sodium, so we focus on potassium for our, our electrolytes. Mm. But there's seven electrolytes, and we are high in potassium. I love um, it. Yeah, yes. BCAAs, B vitamins, really low in sugar. And it's doing great, bro. I'm glad you like it. He, I he, really like it. And and first of all, respect. Not easy starting a company from scratch, following your heart, doing it with a buddy. You did it with KSI. KSI, who I did a. You shot paintballs at him in a tank. Uh, yeah, when he was a, when he was a sideman, <laughs> and what a lovely guy. But respect. I really hope it goes well. Thanks, You're gonna yeah, we, it. dude. We just uh, we just signed FC Barcelona, the soccer team. We just became their official sports oh, strength. Wow, that's our huge. hydration partner. Yeah, you that's got me huge. a gift too. I don't know what it Mine, is. Mine. Mine, I just threw it, grabbed it. Mine's not very good. Mine, first of all, it's a chocolate <laughs> bar. Because dairy milk, he love, doesn't love a dairy milk. Let's go. I have no association, by the way, with dairy milk. <laughs> Jesse, look at me going, why have you given him dairy milk? <laughs> I did not see that My favorite chocolate. No, but this is great. And then uh, that's one of our Luminox Sick. watches. Sick. To Logan, never give up, bear. Dude, if I'm go. ever... And it's made of ocean plastics, so it's oh, this is environmentally awesome, good and this is cool awesome. watch. Yeah. Cannonballs, this summer, it's not about the size of your cannonballs. It's about making a splash with our friends at Manscaped. Prep for barbecue season by making sure your grill master has the hottest dogs the summer's ever seen. <laughs> when you're at the cookout, let the meat speak for itself with Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. It's time to get ready and not sweaty by going to manscaped.com and using the code LOGAN for 20% off and free shipping. When you're down there, you want to make sure it's as safe and as effective as possible. Believe me, I know. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to guarantee you'll have the most mouth-watering treats at the party. They have built the ultimate bundle for your summer grooming. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. This thing is powerful and comes with all the bells and whistles. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Beach, pool, shower, this razor will devour even the strongest pubes. Now that you can feel safe wearing a low-cut swimsuit without 
without any stragglers peeking out. Use Manscaped's liquid formulations. Basically the ball freshness version of cracking open a cold one. They've got crop preserver, ball deodorant, keeping you cool from sunrise to sunset with a soothing aloe vera formula. It's the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers, and the shed travel bag. Wearing sandals with some nasty toenails during the summer months? Take a look at the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit. This kit includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. As a treat, you should add in the crop mops to your order, a moist towelette made specifically for your bowls. It's the best midday refresher to stop your popsicle from melting. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Logan at Manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at the code Manscaped.com using Logan Manscaped code. Man, Logan. <laughs> the perfect way to get your patty sizzling hot this summer. Back to With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The show. Man, you've been on so many adventures. Climb Mount Everest when you were 23 years old. Um, Man versus Wild, one of my favorite sh- shows growing up. Do you know that you're going to sleep in a sheep's carcass before you do it? <laughs> or is that a, is that a uh, split decision? Well, on the, on that show, there's always a, there's a thousand options. You know, sometimes you're going places where you know it's pretty barren. You have to kind of have a few backup plans. If you're not going to find food, you're not going to find shelter. Hold on. Can we, you know, and I've definitely been known to throw a few dead pigeons into the back of crew's backpacks oh, yeah. as a backup plan. Oh, yeah. But we pretty rarely have to go there. There's normally always somewhere. I mean, that that sheep, that was just a rotting sheep in a bog in wherever <laughs> we were. No, it's, it's been sheep. I couldn't eat it's, it because it was like stinking. Yeah. But I could make a sheeping bag out of it. So that's sheeping bag. Sheeping bag. I <laughs> yeah. like that. That's been sheep, camel, deer. Were, were there any moments where you felt like you didn't have things under control or you felt like uh, on any on any of these shows on you know man versus wild on anything like where you felt like you you potentially might not make it through well i think in terms of the tv shows i've done man versus wild definitely started off pretty sketchy because it was super lean it was just me and a, and a few couple of us we go and we gun it and go and we had we never first of all kind of thought it would be on tv tv you know we we went and sh- just shot it had fun in the rockies and they end up putting it ad on TV late at night with no marketing and just the timing was lucky and it yeah. flew and it was yeah. just one of those yeah. things meant to be. Can you can you run the, the audience days, through the, the premise of the show really quick for people that don't yeah. know what the show was? Well, Man vs. Well was the first TV show I ever did, reluctantly. No way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really, the producer came to me three times and it was like, and I'd just got, I'd left the military. I'd, I'd uh, been part of an expedition to Everest after I left that. We had a whole bunch of things happen up there where people lost their lives, but I wrote a book on that just getting married, age 25, and, uh, and this producer from Discovery Channel approached us and said, Would we, could we do a show where we drop you in the middle of nowhere and you show us how to get out of there? And like I said, I was really reluctant to do it just because I didn't know about TV. I thought, I don't know what I'm doing. I, that's, I'm in my zone of climbing and the expeditions. I want to stay in that. And the more I said that, the more they say, we don't want a TV guy. We want that. Yeah. The mud, the blood, the, the stumbles, the falls. Authentic. Yeah. The ums, the ahs, you yeah. know. <laughs> and... Uh, and so we went and did that and, and, you know, we did seven seasons of that show and in many ways that, that built that foundation and platform to be able to go and do all these other shows like Running Wild and You Versus Wild and all the other stuff. 
But it started with that. But it, to your point of the danger, I think those early days, we had so little safety in place. And it was always having close calls and, you know, bitten by sh snakes, chased by sharks, crocodiles, pinned in rapids, parachute failures, yep. all the time. You know, this stuff was happening. Is there like an OSHA for like television? Like who, who says, yo, you can't do this? Is there anybody that does that? Well, at that stage, nobody. And there were no <laughs> rules. And it was kind of wild west. And I remember one of our crew, one of, we slowly started to build the crew. And we brought one guy in and he stayed like five episodes. And he said, this has been a ride. This has been amazing. But... First of all, one, somebody's going to die on this show. You can't keep doing this. Right? And this was five, show five, and we eventually did like 75 of that. Wow. But um, so we did have to get smarter. We did have to grow it a little bit, plan it a little better. But now we're really like, especially with Running Wild, where I'm taking celebrities, you know, other people away, big Hollywood icons or world leaders or Obama. sports guys. <laughs> or, you know, you can't be, you can't be totally seedy your pants. You got, you, you know, they, they're trusting me with their life, their brand, their time, their... So now we, it, it, there's the danger is raw and real and it's always there, but we really kind of make sure we're on it. We still have a small team though. You know, it's a, invariably the stars can never believe at the end of it, they go, wow, it really was just like six or seven of us, a coil of rope, gunning it and going. I imagine and I, it has and to I be like small. That. It probably. Well, I think m money in big numbers doesn't equal safety. Sometimes it makes things more dangerous because there's nobody's committed to anything. Everyone's box ticking you know and actually having a small trusted crew which my our crew is been there from the beginning from man vs world days ex special forces guys buddies of mine that i serve with you know there's a level of trust and connection that's been there for years built up over years and years and that's a you know we never take it for granted never get complacent but for me i feel that's the safest place to be with trusted people small team got each other's back no ego if, if people are struggling we find another route we, we reassess stuff You've done some gnarly stuff, Bear, and it, and it <laughs> pops up on my TikTok, man. That one bug you ate, I mean, you've eaten a lot of bugs, but there was one in particular. Oh, I saw that. I think it was a, it was like a D giant caterpillar. Disgusting. And you could hear it explode when you oh. went into it. You drank your own piss. I mean, what is that like? That might be the most famous. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot worse. This is, prime is a major step up in my life. And bear in mind, you've got a low benchmark to impress me with. You know? But um, yeah, drinking urine, first of all, is not something I do for fun. I'm not one of these people. And there are people out there, aren't there, who kind of... What did the Aussies call it? A geyser? A bubbler. A bubbler. Bubbler. Hey, I'm, take a bubbler. I'm not a bubbler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there are people out there. <laughs> yeah, the coach from Dodgeball. He drinks his own urine because it's sterile. And anyways, uh, but um, <laughs> but it can save your life if you're if you're well hydrated and you're low on supplies. You're out in the desert and you, you know, well clear, well hydrated pee is is you can drink it if it, if you're peeing out brown dehydrated Jack pee. Daniels and cheese <laughs> Jack <laughs> like, Daniels and cheese you know, that you know, is waste product you know, and it's disgusting not gonna, oh my god I'm gonna go to bed with that image now tonight that's gonna be it well NASA is saying now that they can that they can filtrate what 98% of contaminants out of, out of urine and turn it water make it um, maybe not the Jack Daniels and cheese do you think that would be their <laughs> no, limit no, that's a 2% I really wish I hadn't said that to be honest with you <laughs> no NASA's really making some some um big transformations yeah. that, that bear could maybe use one day yeah but but yeah these these uh, drastic decisions you make for things that most of the world would consider vile how much of it is okay survival versus oh this is gonna be a good bit content i think i grew up on 
much more bushcrafty TV shows where the guys were sitting around whittling a spoon with a knife and it was slow yeah. in, the, in their anorak and it was, bleh, you know. And I never wanted to do that. For me, I wasn't a I didn't consider myself a survivalist. I, I was trained in the special forces in combat survival that was always about staying hidden, moving fast, getting out of there. And I love that dynamic and energy. So when we started Man vs. Wild, the truth is textbook survival is take no risks, stay put, wait for rescue. I thought that's going to be so boring. <laughs> I want to like do self-rescue where nobody's looking for you. Nobody knows you're missing. Your kids are, uh, you know, in trouble. You got to go now. You got a shoelace, a dead squirrel, and a half a roll of special forces. What are you going to do? Forces. And for me, that lit me up. It's like I'm there. Yeah. You know. So we always try to keep that energy to it. And to be honest, not a lot has changed. I mean, we still never do a second take of anything. We still, if there's mud and rain all over the lens, it's great. The crew know that I really don't enjoy being on camera so they kind of never say action it's like i guess we're going let's let's do it and uh, like, that's the best way to do it and the best you way go, to do you it, get it. Mm -hmm. did you watch macgyver as a kid at I all love macgyver obsessed a classic american program yeah i mean and one of the best i used to love that i mean that was my kind of hero growing up was it was a mix of that <laughs> you know a team which yep, is what i felt we have with our team anyway it's just you don't see so much of them but whenever we did behind-the-scenes shows, people loved it. They, they're rock stars, brilliant. And then if I had to be a third hero, maybe like John the Baptist, you know, <laughs> lived off locust honey in the wilderness, good heart. You know, a combination of a bit of all of that was what I grew up loving. So those are your top three survivalists, not you. I think so, yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> girlfriend wanted me to ask you, if you were on the show alone, we love that show, what would be five items that you would bring? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure I know the show alone. Tell so, me about that. So basically, it, basically they try to survive. You get left on your own. You, it's just you filming yourself. You get to bring ten items, but for the sake of this show, I'm just curious if you could bring five. What are like the five most quintessential survival items that you Bear Grylls would bring if you were left alone in the wilderness? Well, I think I think I need to look at it, look at the terrain, and look where I'm, look look at where we're going. But I think. Um, a small hand axe is always overrated, mm. you know, it's underrated. It's, yep. You can do so much with that. And, you know, once you've got a good chopping blade, you can make shelters, you can make fire, friction fires, all of this. I'm you taking can hunt notes. with it, you can make traps with it. Yep. Probably better than it's just a, a pocket and a knife. Yep. Um, so just I, that, maybe. I, honestly, it doesn't surprise <laughs> you know, me. I've had to pick two, thi two things. He'd bring this watch. By the way, I thank mean, five, you. I didn't, I didn't thank you. Thank you for this. Five is five is harder. I mean, if I had picked two, two's more challenging. He's like, I don't even need I would five. Go, <laughs> He's like, I would go that, that axe yeah. and a never give up attitude. Oh, you know, no, the, rest is, the rest is detailed. I mean, Jesse's holding his head in his hands going, Papa, all you ever do is bang on about never give up and write it on Logan's watch. But it's the only thing you really need in survival. And as you guys know, in life, you, gotta, you, gotta, you don't have to be the most talented. You don't have to be the most skillful. You just got to be the most dogged. and, and Warrior. Persistent. Warrior. It's this. Yeah. It's this. So have you ever I realize that more and more in life. Have you ever been close to giving up? So often. So often. But I think never, never giving up is a muscle. It's not a... Why I like it is that some people are born great. Some people are brilliant sportsmen, great talent, fast, you know, whatever it is, clever. But I like that fire inside stuff, the never give up, because everybody has it, but you've got to build it. Yep. And you build it by failing. You build it by not being the hero. You trauma. build it by trauma. falling down, getting back up, going through some trauma like you have, going through some battles, through some storms, real storms, metaphorical storms, life storms. And that's why I like this thing of, of kids at school not just 
it's, school's always celebrating the heroes. You know, the guys who look amazing and they're clever and they're sporty, but they're I, gonna I, be alcoholics my eyes see through 40s. those guys now. I'm looking at <laughs> little Johnny, who never gets picked. Yeah. yeah. Never, never wins. But he's smiling. He turns up every day. He gives his all. And he might not have the outer muscles, but come 18, he'll have the, the, the never give, on, give, give up muscles going to be strong. And he's ready for life. And life doesn't care how. It's full of talented people who don't make it. You know, so uh, you might roll your eyes, Jesse, but I don't ever apologize to you for that. I'll apologize for many things. I never apologize saying to you every day of your life going off to school, courage, kindness, never give up. It and just, it's the currency of life. It's just really hard to stop someone who never gives up. I've said it on this show before. If you're persistent and you just have that dog in you that refuses to stop. Cockroach. Um, yeah. What? Cockroach mentality. They're hard to kill. Yo. <laughs> so, y'all gotta be a cockroach when you're approaching life. With that cockroach mentality. Honestly, yeah, you you're in the gotta be hard to kill. You gotta mm. be uh what's that? There's a new movie that came out, Susie, Sisu. Susie Sisu. Oh yeah. He refuses to die. Did you see the stars and everything? Yeah, oh yeah. That's you, Bear Grylls. You refuse to die. Right. But but Would you know it's yeah, is that's a compliment I'll take and that one I let go in here. Because it's the only thing I've ever wanted. The rest, success, any of that stuff comes and goes. It's transient and it's 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 sand under your feet. But having a resilient spirit and good friends, good connections, that I'll take. I imagine the parachute accident that you had when you were younger was definitely one of those hurdles you had to jump. You were almost paralyzed for life, correct? Yeah, I was, I was, I was unlucky in the sense that I, I had it, but I was lucky, super lucky that I wasn't paralyzed. I mean, the doctors said I was with millimeters severing my spinal cord. I was like 22 at the time, uh, you know, serving in the military. I was in Africa, canopy, tour. I should have cut away really straight away. It was getting dark. I thought I could sort it. And before I knew it, it crashed in and, and broke three vertebrae and spent months and months back in the UK in military rehab, struggling to get out of bed and reach a bathroom without, you know, agonizing pain and, and trying to sort of rebuild my life and thinking, what am I going to do? I can't do this job. I can't even, can't even climb any stairs, let alone a mountain. You know, what am I going to do? And but as you guys know, I think sometimes those dark times in our life are where we, where we build the, the, the muscle. Fire, the fire. What you just said, so the never like, give up muscle. And also Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So you, you kind of work out what do you really want? What do you really want? And I felt that, first of all, I should be dead or paralyzed. I'd be so lucky. Life's given me a second chance. It doesn't often do that for people. Don't blow it. Be grateful. Live every day. Eyes wide open. Fail a ton because it's all bonus now. You can go for anything. I love that. And wherever you get to, camp one on a mountain. You're in bonus time. So live wide-eyed with that rhino spirit of oh, yeah. come on. And, I've, and, and you do that long enough, it becomes a muscle. Again, it becomes an attitude, a state of mind. And I've tried to carry that. I've tried to champion that through all the TV shows, all the endeavors, all the stuff I do. Does it, and does it, does it ever... 
Does that bonus time energy ever stop? Do you fear the day when the Reaper calls for you? Yeah, a little bit. I have some struggle moments for sure. But, you know, as part of being human, I think I'm never afraid to share those. It's why I put hand in hand with resilience. I put great friends. It's just as important. You know, you, you, it's no good being just strong, <laughs> you know, because you're never as strong as when... If I've learned anything about survival, one plus one never equals two, mm. equals about five or six. Mm. You know, you need great friends. You need those connections. You're going to have times of struggle, times where you can't keep going, you know, and, and I've had many of those and lifted on the shoulders of giants in my life many times. I look at, look at my late dad who taught me to climb. I look at those soldiers that stood beside me, expedition members on Everest and many other mountains, the camera crew on the TV shows, my, my, you know, Jesse and, and my family beside me and so much that, you know, things like this press, I don't do much of this. I struggle actually with it. I really, I get much more anxious doing big press stuff than I do up a mountain. So, you, so interesting. you have good friends with you. Mm. And good sons. And good sons. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a, that's a great privilege. Wait, so the parachute accident happened at 22. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't you climb Mount Everest at age 23? I did. I did. I think, I mean, it, it makes it, it makes it sound like a sort of great journey of like, it was actually a really struggle of re, trying to refine confidence and identity for me. And I think so much of my identity growing up with my dad had been that connection and climbing and I could do this. And I think in that hospital, that's what I lost. That's what, and my, and a lot of confidence. And I, and the main goal was I'm going to get strong enough to reach that bathroom, go up those stairs, go on the next flight of stairs and within two years I'm going to stand on top of the world and it was a, like a driving goal to and nobody you know nobody knew I was I wasn't like anybody I thought I'm probably going to fail but it was a focus it was like what I could hold on to and I look at that Everest time and you know I, I feel I got really fortunate as well like I say stuff a whole bunch of stuff happened up there and I came away again with a realization of the value of great people in your life, you know, and I would never reach the top of that mountain without those guys I climbed with. And I put so much of my life down to so many giants who have helped me at big stages. I mean, look at that producer who told me to do Man vs. Wild when I was mm. being an idiot and mm. going, I don't know what I'm saying no to. You know, so many moments like mm. that of good people who believe in you when you don't always believe in yourself. Yep. Life is quite literally all about your clan, your community, and at the end of the day can be summarized with the word love. I was having this conversation with my girlfriend. We were under the stars one night. I think we were a little high, and I was looking up there, and in this particular moment, I was just feeling the sheer insignificance of, of humans and this planet in general, and I just felt so small, especially because I understand now as an adult more than I ever have how big the universe is like we are really a speck of dust in the middle of an infinite universe and to think about that is a little jarring that can mm. be intimidating and i i said to her i was like nina it's 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 crazy i look up at the sky and i just realize like truly how insignificant mm. we are and this sweet girl turns to me and she looks at me in the eyes and she goes yeah but not to each other and wow. i just my head exploded i was like wow what such a simple sense and yet so profound and so true like all we have is each other and the group of people that we can love hopefully mm. and having that makes everything that we do 
on this planet worthwhile. No, so I you're absolutely so right, true. man. So true. And it's connection. And the world's a humbling place in the, in the best way. Yeah, yeah. Good for you guys having that experience. Do you get to do a little bit of that? Uh, I try to. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel, and I say this with privilege, that I'm in bonus area now. I don't really know how. He, he definitely is. Like He was supposed to have been claimed by the Reaper. He beat him, but um, I, I, every Didn't day. Didn't beat him, I just postponed. He postponed, I postponed a little bit. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> now, every day I'm, I'm, I'm super thankful. And I imagine, and perhaps this is why you're so... Uh, contagiously motivational that you've had some profound experiences out there in the middle of nowhere looking up at the stars and contemplating your purpose and being on this planet no well let's see it's as they say nature's tv it's all and nature's a great healing place the natural world is healing for our hearts why does it light people up why does it give a pride and a confidence and a and a light in your eye that money or drugs can never touch or get close to. Mm. And, you know, that's a great gift. That is all of our great gift, and it's free, and it's around us. And it's, I think it's been the key to Running Wild, to that show I do. Why do these guys want to come and be uncomfortable, cold, scared, even though it's only two days? Why do they want that? Because the reward is big. The reward is like, you can't buy it. You can't buy it. And that's a, a magical thing. I mean, even Jesse was saying to me the other day, he spent his first night we spend the whole night up and watch the sunrise and it's like it's a life moment isn't it you would you were diving in the sea at five in the morning it's like you'll never forget that champ mm. you know it's wonderful those are the moments speaking of diving in the sea you talked earlier about the dangers of excessive wealth as it parlays or combines with adventure we had a massive accident uh last week with the uh titanic uh expedition did you have any thoughts on on that event and and what happened there yeah first of all i guess just such a, a tragedy uh you know i think hindsight's always 2020 isn't it you look back and you realize there were a whole bunch of corners probably cut on that and uh and actually i was with some submariner guys this week who were going hard on that that stuff was totally mickey mouse compared to what the the gear we operate you know and but I think time and an investigation will will figure whether that's true or not. But I think above all, it's just a tragic loss, unnecessary probably loss of life. I think though, what I would say is that we've got to be careful not to throw out the baby with the bathwater in the sense that like, oh, they shouldn't be doing it. Or, you know, it's, it's and I know at the extremes of risk and you, you start putting money and wealth and billionaires and space and, you know, but that's right on the extremes, isn't it? And that air is always going to get a little grey, a little foggy, a little kind of murky. But I think that the, the intent is good. I think all of us, we should be living with an adventure-centred spirit. Adventure is a state of mind. It's how we live our life, approach relationships, tackle our job, launch businesses, mm. all the good stuff, you know. And I think you can't be saying to your kids, live wide-eyed and go for it and follow your dreams and never give up. And then on one hand they say, but they can't, you know, mm. just because he's become a billionaire, he can't do that. So I think you're careful not to throw out that side of it because we should be living adventure, spirited life. And, and you've got to admire their risk-taking spirit as well. And sometimes it goes wrong and the world sees and it's tragic. But, um, but yeah. I can't, was... I can't believe how um, unforgiving Twitter is. No, no, I was just, I, you oh. went the same direction oh as me. I was going to say the response to it was just, it was a, it was a strange... What did you Learning see? Lesson in just, in just heartlessness. Just a lot of like a lot of memes, a lot of mm. I don't know. Like it's it's 
it's weird how, I mean, like, obviously it's a tragedy. And obviously there were uh, safety precautions that were just overlooked mm. a lot. Mm. But, uh, yeah, the internet's ruthless. It like, was, just, and it was, it, it was strange yeah. too how much of it was dependent on their financial status, their wealth. Yeah, that's it. Was it. Very it's almost odd like, to me. like if, like revenge, if a, sort of. Yeah, thing, a little yes, bit. exactly. Like if a if a cashier from Shoprite, exactly, mother of three, yeah. had died in a skydiving accident, yeah. the world would do a GoFundMe. They would flip out. Everybody would yeah. be putting flowers on the fences yeah. and on the street where she lived. Yeah. But since these guys had worked hard to accumulate wealth, yeah, the internet said these are terrible people. They deserve what they had yeah. coming to them and 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 may their souls rest in piss basically like yeah, it was wow. it was I mean, a, a that, horrific it, horrific yeah, I saw response a bit of that. and also you know your heart breaks for the 19 year old kid who kind of, of went with his dad yeah. just to be with his dad yeah. really you imagine? wasn't I mean, like crazy about it just wanted to be with his dad. and seeking out experiences and but i mean all at least it wasn't five days of running out of oxygen in, in freezing cold pitch black terrified you know that was an instantaneous it, death. It, Once it, you get down there, they that said thing faster is, than than the brain could even conceive that it was happening. Yeah. So it was you would over. have no idea. You'd you'd exist. So maybe that's exactly. a sort of small thing in in a in a tragic situation. Can, can I can I get you to pull this up, mic up a little bit? I think it's I think Mine? it's yeah I think it's tilting just yeah. just a little bit. It's tough because we don't have. Headphones. We're not on home turf. No, we just walked in this room. <laughs> it's kind of. It's a great. I kind of like that. It's a great. Room. No, Don't you like that? Yeah, we're all, we're all. It's neutral territory. But I, I like it also because it's it's back to, we have a thing in survival. Good enough is good enough. You know, mm. people spend ages and on TV shows. I mean, you'll see this in your world all the time. You have spade lighting everything perfectly, mm. and it's like it kind of sucks the energy sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the I love raw, real fast, see your pants, kind of, we'll figure it out, turn the turn the record on the iPhone, that let's do it. That is all we do, bro. Well, there you go. So, well, not we... you as much anymore now that <laughs> Are you're a you multi-billionaire. No, you, first off, I'm not a multi-billionaire. <laughs> everyone, everyone thinks Prime has made me that. So you're, not... you're becoming the enemy adventurer now. I've, you been, the, I've be, been the enemy, brother. I've been Scott the enemy adventurer. <laughs> uh, but, no. <laughs> Question. <laughs> Question. Question. Okay, so you have you have been to the greatest advances of of climbing upwards, right, Everest, and we didn't even talk about uh, Amadab. Doblum, which which some consider to be a harder climb than Everest, and I, if we have time, I'd love to hear about that. But after talking about this accident, have you done any exploring of the opposite direction? Do you find any interest in in seeing what is beneath the surface of the ocean? Uh a little bit. The thing that I, I actually would, I suppose what I struggle with is things where if something goes wrong, there's nothing you can nothing. do. Mm. I, my, my DNA is actually when we're in these jungles, there's deserts and mountains, I'm not the guy who's always great at the start or in the middle or whenever it's going right. But I'm a good person to have your back in a crisis when it's all going wrong. And I like that. I get it. We all get energy in different ways. But for me, that lights me up. I'm good when it's like, okay, now we've got to switch into this yeah. mode. Yep. And I think the thing about subsea stuff is that it doesn't really matter how <laughs> brave, resourceful, <laughs> determined, how much never give up spirit yeah. you've got. You know, once that can goes like that, you're, you're, you're in trouble. So it motivates me less. Uh, I do, I've done a ton on big oceans over the years in... You know, we've had some amazing sort of <laughs> journeys and probably, I mean, people don't really know about these so much, but like I took a, an inflatable, rigid inflatable boat across the Arctic Ocean, five of us, 3,000 miles, 
and we got caught in like horrendous storms, 500 miles offshore, icebergs being turned over, pitch black, waves oh, inside oh the house. God. And you're like super vulnerable, you know, and it's when I say the world is a humbling place, those sort of moments really, you know, they, they unite you, you know, those five guys, best friends and brothers to this day, but we were very lucky to get out of there. And, and I think the things where you have no control, you know, being in really bad avalanche terrain or these sort of things, I'm ever more mindful of the stuff where I've got away with it once, twice, three times. I've had a whole ton of them actually, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm more cautious now with the objective danger where it doesn't matter how great you think you are or you're, how hard you're trying. If you're in the wrong place, wrong time, you're dead. That's so I it. try and sort of navigate my way around those, those I, moments. I don't, I don't see Bear girls in a vessel. Yeah, you're not a vessel. It doesn't guy. seem like a and vessel. I'm not kind of so guy. techy. I mean, I, I'm not like a. I do use tech, and I love kind of what tech does. But I'm not like, you know, if you're in Star Wars, you know, they're all kind of like behind the screens, <laughs> and it's how brilliant they are on the computers. Mm. I know there's a little bit of like mm. fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the bulk of it, being a brilliant astronaut or time traveler, you got to be good on this. Yeah. And I'm not so good on that. <laughs> how much did How much did the idea of becoming Papa Bear? uh change your willingness to to do that crazy shit well i kind of I, I suppose well the crew the crew sum it up well they go bay used to be 120 percent reckless all the time and it was exhausting now you're about 80 percent you know i take that as positive progression yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but i do think also again i think it's a state of mind i think it's like a rugby tackle or a football tackle. When you're committed all in, hell or high water, this guy's going down, however big he is charging me. There's a power to that, and you often don't get injured. But it's when you're a little bit tentative and you're like, and I think the wild is like that. When If you approach it too tentative, things happen. You get caught out, and I think the wild rewards all in, loose, everything loose, on the line. Loose, confident. It's, I, I hate to bring it up as another example, but the, the drunk driver in at car accidents rarely dies because yeah. they're loose and they're and they're you know what i'm saying and they're not it's a cat falling off the wall like, i think that kind of calm is, is important so i i definitely manage risk in a different way i use that experience which they always say is the sum of all your near misses i've had many near misses yep. so i use that instinct nose of the mind again all of that sort of stuff i use it to try and make good decisions but when i'm in it i'm all in mm. and i try and keep that spirit to it as well and a, and a big part of it feels like is overcoming stressors and those stressors can be weather they could be medical emergencies they could be critics even you've dealt with critics in your life a lot of different stressors and i and i wanted to ask you and maybe have you behoove this upon the audience a little bit what is your what is your core weapon uh to to go up against the stressors of life and you, and that could be in 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 you know wild situations or just the regular situations you, you go through breathe first of all stop mm. you know it's not and also know that it's not all about you do you know what i mean there's other things sometimes i meet people and they go oh i go how are things like oh it's been i wouldn't believe what the new papers have been saying about this and it's like <laughs> the end of the world and it's like and it's like stop in your, in your world, it feels like a big thing, but stop, it's okay. There's wars going on. In the bigger picture, you're okay. I've had articles before where I've read it and I think, God, that is a really bad, really critical, really untrue, unpleasant, aggressive, nasty article. And it's been big. And friends have rung me like, oh, great, I saw the article, epic, brilliant, well done. <laughs> I'm like, you know, because 
everyone's got busy lives. They didn't, get, they didn't read it. They skimmed it. Saw a cool picture yeah. of me swinging off something. Didn't realize the whole <laughs> article was terrible. You know, it's like, don't flatter ourselves that people care too much. So a bit like in a disaster, what do you do? Stop, which stands for stop, think, observe, plan. I think it's the same with a, a crisis in our own life. Just somebody stop, just perspective, breathe. Look at it. Gather your team around you. Be calm. Be kind. Don't be an ego. Have a plan. And then go. And, and again, the last thing is always that never give up spirit. You, goodness eventually wins through. You're going to get knocked down. We've all, all three of us here have had moments. It should have been career-ending moments. But you know what? If you're a good guy, you try and have a humble heart, try not to believe too much of the hype, the good, the bad, shoulder those things lightly, and try and be good, and then just be resilient. You'll, you'll win. It's a long game. It's not the short red top papers headline. You know, leave all that. Just play the long game. Don't, don't rush things. And that's why we say no to so many things as well. You don't, it doesn't have to be all now. Success, instant. Just like breathe. <laughs> you are so motivational, Bear. I needed to hear Jesus. that today. I really needed to hear that today. I've been monitoring my blood pressure the past few days because I've been just really stressed out. And I, yeah. I needed to hear that. And I'm sure a lot of people in the audience needed to hear it as well. That was, that was really Tell me profound. about that. What's been... What's been... Uh, it, it's weird. I think... Um, I, I'm sure you've dealt with this a little bit too, but like... As you as you go through life in your twenties and then even your early thirties, you go through without taking into consideration that the way things are now is not going to be the way things are in ten years. Your body starts to quite literally slow down, deplete to an extent, right? And you know, I've been running for years, you know, physically away from problems, doing shows, traveling for this show, for that show, and I'll do four, five, six like him countries in a week and it catches up to you. Yeah. And I've had a lot of lot of consecutive sleepless nights and just mm. not always in the best state of mind. And I think it's I think eventually it starts to have some physical um, mm. effects on your body. And so that's one of the reasons why I asked you about your attack plan versus stressors. And um, I, I hope it helped people in the audience as well. But I, I was I was looking for some advice for myself as well. Yeah, good for you. And and such a big part of it is having the courage and honesty to share those struggles and moments. But I think it's it's so easy to get on that treadmill, isn't it? And it sort of semi-scratches that itch, but doesn't really. You, know, you end up going and it gets faster and faster and, and you never just actually stop. And I think just, look at you guys, look at us all. We're so lucky. It's been so fortunate. We've, we've, we've won more than we've lost. We've had some battles, but we're winning. It's okay. And I think the worst disrespect we can do to our wins is to not appreciate them, mm. is not to be slow enough to go, we're so lucky. Look, you've got a friendship. You've got a good business, you're mm. riding high, you're, you're traveling, you're in the one, not point, not, not, not one percent already. hundred percent. And it's like, and I say this to myself, so all of us just kind of like, so fortunate. Mm. And I think gratitude is a, an incredible thing to live with in life. And when you see it, it radiates out of people. And, you know, they're proven, haven't they? It's almost impossible to, to, to have self-hatred and, and too much kind of depression if you're grateful, if your heart is grateful. And we always have stuff to be grateful for. And, the happy people at the end of their life, never the busy ones, not the super rich ones. You know, it's guys that uh, hold the hands of their family and they, they breathe. They watch the kingfisher dipping in the, you know, it's, it's space, isn't it? Time. Just yeah. live with that wide-eyed gratitude. And you guys do it. And I love your honesty. And, you know, those things last. We'll now have each other's back. I might not see you now. We haven't met before, but we'll now have a connection. We might see each other in five years. I'll be here to say to you, how are you doing? Logan walks in this morning off air. First thing he said, how are you really doing to you? You know, and that tells a story because 
it's easy just to be like, it's all great. It's all great. And a million miles an hour because it shows we're successful. I mean, don't you hate it when people go, are you busy? You must be so... It's like, I don't aspire to be busy. Mm. I aspire to have good friendships and mm. to connect and have time. Mm. So I love your relationship and, and respect to you guys. And I'll always have your backs now. It's a good thing. Bear, well, that's a good thing to know. You, yes, <laughs> incredible. We're never going to die because Bear Grylls has our back. <laughs> Before we let you go, I, I, I'm just curious. What is next? What are you up to? Well, we've got a new season of Running Wild, just about air Amazing. on Nat Geo and, and Disney Plus in the States and a new show on TBS as well and, you know, cranking it. And then, so I've got the promo for that at the moment. And then I'm heading off to, with Jesse, with the family, three boys, with Shara, and we own a little island off the Welsh coast, two miles offshore, you off grid, yeah. one house, simple. And uh, we're going to spend a good number of weeks out there, just kind of, we, we go off grid in every way and it's, special times been a big part of our you know our, our boys growing up they they've grown up having to be good at the outdoor stuff yep. because not just for the fun of it because it's like life <laughs> yeah so it's often windy and rainy not great weather but it's a happy place for me amazing well i loved you before this episode started and i love you even more now as i'm sure does our audience man you are spectacular Incredible. you're motivational you're inspiring and i really appreciate your time and this watch <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are the best yeah. thank you i appreciate it. it's been a, yeah. been a pleasure for sure yo guys check out bear grills please check him out if you haven't he's going to be on tv he's going to be on your instagram he's going to be on all social medias and hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed we love you we'll see you next time take it easy peace what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.